Glory to God. Hallelujah. Are you excited? You get to give. I don't know about you, but that's, that's awesome. You know, it's, the Bible says it's better to, well, to give than to receive. If you're the one receiving, it's because you're in need. But if you're giving, that means you're being blessed. Amen, amen. So, we're, you know, it's, it's exciting. It's an exciting time. Um, what Pastor Sal did with the prayer, let me let you know. He just saved me some time because I had the same thought. I, the only thing I say, I'm going to wait till we finish preaching because we, we need that. God still heals people. God still moves. It's the same God that opened up the water, the same God that lifted Lazarus. It's the same God, the same spirit. It's here with us. And I just love when they pray for those who need. And I want to hear testimony because I know God did, did something. This was not just emotional. So, you know, you call us up, come back next Sunday, and let us know what God did in your life. Because I know he did something. Amen? And I know, you know, this is the time of giving, right? We're going into Christmas. Um, as you came in, there's also uh, a tree out there. There's a special tree. It's called the star tree. That star tree has some kid's name on it, the age. If you want to bless a child in the community, you could grab one of those stars. And it tells you, you know, the boy, girl, and, and the age. And a couple of them have a little bit more specific. If you're in the a, a opportunity and have the opportunity to buy a gift, just attach the star to that, to that gift and just drop it off in our bin that we have out there. Again, we are here to bless. One of the things that attracted me to Grace Point was that we in the community, the missions that we do here, and, and, and those that we have helped throughout the year. So please, um, don't feel, oh, this church is asking too much. It's good to be in a position like this. It is good to be in a position to be able to bless others because you will receive it. I, I know Pastor Sal said that you do, we do it because of obedience, but there's promises there that he will, in time of need, he will be there for you. If you got it in the bank, you'll be able to withdraw it. Amen? So um, let's get into our message today. And before I start, let's, uh, let's pray so the Lord would give me guidance and help us and open up our hearts and minds uh, to receive this message today. Heavenly Father, I just want to thank you, Father, for the opportunity. Thank you, Lord, Father God, that you have chosen us here today to be in this place, to receive this message, Lord, Father God. I know you are still in control. As the word goes out, Lord God, will you change hearts? Penetrate, Lord, Father God, their minds and, and just give them the peace of mind. Let hope reign again, Lord, Father God. Lord, many sometimes have feel that, that you, where are you, Lord, Father God? But one thing I know, you say you would never leave us and you, we, you are, will be, be with us to the end of time. So, Father God, at this moment, Lord, Father God, use me, Lord, Father God, that your word will go out. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 What a year so far, right? We're getting down to the last few weeks of this year. Some people want to rush it, and they just want 20, uh, 21 to, sh to, to show up. It's been rough. It's been rough. We started this year awesome. We had an awesome New Year's Eve here. The Spanish ministry with the English ministry was bilingual. This place was full Wow, awesome. After that, a, a couple of weeks later, I went out. I went to Costa Rica and in a mission as I do every year. But while I was there, something happened. I was feeling uncomfortable in my chest. I was, I, I, at one time, my heart was beating so fast. So when I came back, I had to go see a, a cardiologist. I didn't even know I was that because I never had to see one before. 
make a long story short, February 7th, I went into uh, open heart surgery where they did six bypass. Four veins and two arteries. Yeah, it was what a, what a, so far the way we started. A month later, this COVID thing hit, right? And then now we're shutting down. We got to shut down the churches and the businesses. And wow, how, you know, how, what, what, what else can happen? Then during that time, you know, our beloved Pastor Carl was going through and, and we were seeing it as a staff that, you know, this time it might be it because we, we knew him. We, he was a fighter and there was been fighting and, and we've seen it happen and we've seen the way the Lord lift them up time and time after time. But this time there was something different. So while we was going through that and, and everything and then as you well know came time where the Lord called them up. And then, you know, when the kids going back, instead of being in the schools, they're in the homes. What a year so far. How many still have hope? <laughs> How many still have hope? I don't know about you, but I still have hope. I told my, the congregation that I'm finishing this year strong. No matter what happens, I'm going to finish this year strong. And in the NIV, Luke 2, 25, 32 says like this. Now there was a man in Jerusalem called Simeon who was righteous and devout. He was waiting for the consolation of Israel and the Holy Spirit was on him. It had been revealed to him by the Holy Spirit that he would not die before he had seen the Lord's Messiah. Moved by the Spirit, he went to the temple courts where the parents brought the child, Jesus, to do for him what is custom of the Lord required. Simeon took him in his arm and praised God, saying, Sovereign Lord, as you have promised, you may now dismiss your servant in peace. For my eyes have seen your salvation, which you have prepared in the sight of all nations, and the light of the revelation to the Gentiles, and the glory of your people Israel. <laughs> I always liked that. For my eyes have seen your salvation. As we enter these last few weeks of the year and going into Christmas, we remember and celebrate the birth of our Lord Jesus Christ. On this first Sunday of Advent, we're going to be talking about hope. Advent, arrival, the coming of Jesus into this world. It is a season of waiting, anticipation, and preparation as we seek to make ourselves ready for an encounter with Jesus. I don't know how many are ready for an encounter with Jesus. Every year, you know, we should be seeking encounters with the Lord. It's not just the day I accepted Jesus, but it should be something that you always desire, filling of the Spirit. When we speak about hope, we talk about God's faithfulness and keeping of his promises. Look what it says in Romans 15, 12 through 13. And again, Isaiah says, the root of Jesse will spring up, one who will rise to rule over the nations. In him, the Gentiles will hope. May the God of hope fill you with your joy and peace as you trust in him so that you may overflow with hope by the power of the Holy Spirit. We hope that all things will eventually work out for good, that says, right? The Bible even says it. 
We hope that all things will eventually work out for good. We should use this time to seek to make ourselves ready for an encounter with Jesus. Our hope is in Jesus. To hope in Christ means to live righteously. To hope in Christ means to live expectantly. To hope in Christ means to live in the power of the Holy Spirit. David says, trust in the Lord and do good. Dwell in the land and enjoy safe pasture. Take delight in the Lord and he will give you the desire of your heart. Commit your ways to the Lord. Trust in him and he will do this. What? He will make your righteous reward shine like the dawn. Your vindication like the noonday sun. Oh, Lord. We need to learn how to wait in the Lord and hope in the Lord. The reading today that I spoke, it was about a man named Simeon. We, should, we, should, we can learn a lot from Simeon, even though it doesn't say much about him, but we can learn a lot about Simeon. Simeon, which it, it means God has heard. God has heard. Simeon waited what? He waited righteously. Was living in according to the right rules in the law. The right commands in God's words. See, he aligned himself with the righteousness of God. How do you wait? You live righteously. That's how you praise the Lord. That's how you serve the Lord. Living a righteous life. And how do you learn to live a righteous life? Is in the word. Obey my commandments. Living in reference to God. Living in obedience. New, know God promises and be sensitive to his spirit. I know there's people watching us right now and online and, and, and as I look around, I know there's other people that have still struggling. Should I go to church? Should I go to the temple? <laughs> you know, I, I know this COVID thing. I don't know about you, but I'm tired of that too. But the Bible says that I got to wait. <laughs> He's still in control. But you know, when are we going to make that step? When are we going to take that step? Do we believe that God still heals? Do we believe that God is still in control? Fear not. Why you worry about? He has you. Just do the right things. You know, we say we live, we, we have a mighty God, then show the mighty God we, li- we, we believe in. Amen? Show that mighty God. They see God through us. You know that the people see God through you? You are the testimony. They say we are the salt of this land. I don't know. I, 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 like, I like some salt to season. What seasoning are we putting in our food? Simeon was a devoted man. He was committed, faithfully committed. He had a personal relationship. You know, just in a few words, this, this tells me this man had a personal relationship with the Lord. He knew his voice. He knew his word. But you know what Simeon didn't have? That you, are, that you have? The word of God complete. We are even in a better position than Simeon himself. See, he had the Old Testament. He had stories. We got God's word all complete. Hallelujah. I don't know about you, but that's exciting. That's exciting. 
It's obvious that he spent time with God. He knew God's voice. You know, the Bible says that my sheep hear my voice and I know them and they follow me. <laughs> and they follow me. Simeon, Father, Lord. How can we have hope but yet not know when God is speaking into our lives? Like I said, how many times he have spoken it's time to pray it's time to spend time. I want, I want you to go to your secret room. I got something to tell you. But we're busy. The jobs, the children. See, Simeon knew God's promises, and he was waiting to see it fulfilled. What God has promised you, what God has promised you, I, think, I know for sure one of the things he promised me, that he would never leave me. That he is with me at all times. No matter where I go, what I do, he is by me and with me and in me. See, another thing, Simeon, he waited patiently. Who likes waiting? I, uh, I have a home now in Florida, and I'm going to be going out there soon. And for the first couple of years, I used to go out there, you know, obviously you go to the parks, the Disney World and all that other stuff. I hate waiting on those lines. <laughs> I, I hear now is the lines are faster. You know, not too many people are going. But I, 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 I used to hate, I went once and I was good. You know, for me that was good enough because I, I didn't like waiting on the lines. But you know, sometimes we need to just be patient. I'm tired of this COVID thing too. I'm tired of these masks. But you know what? God is in control. So I got to be patient. It is in his time. He is doing what he's doing. I might not understand it at this moment, but I will one day. But now I trust in the Lord. I put my faith in the Lord. You know, I, I believe he is working and we don't even see it. You know, we, we don't even see it. We want things to happen so fast at times. You know, as we, as we walk through these trials and as we walk through this suffering, God says, wait, my child. There's a verse that says, be still and know that I am God. Be still. Keep in mind that in the times in which Simeon lived, the Jewish religious leaders were largely, you know, um, not so spiritual. You know, they weren't spiritual. They were more into politics. You know, many like politics these days. <laughs> I don't want to go there, right? That's a whole different thing. God is doing something. God is still doing something. Be patient. Be patient. Even the Jewish leaders were, were not uh, spiritual. You know, there had not been a prophet in Israel for over 400 years. I mean, anybody could get depressed. Imagine if you don't hear God's words. You know, again, we have the Bible. We have the word. It's easiest for us to just open up. When you want God to speak to you, go to your room, open up your Bible, and start reading. God will speak. God will speak. For in the beginning, right, he was the word, and the word was with God, and he is the word of God. He is the word of God. Israel had been oppressed by foreign power, one after the other during this long century. And, and even then, during that time, uh, the corrupt Herod, you know, ruled under the dominion of Rome. 
it would have been easier for Simeon to get caught up in all those things as well than be a part of that. God's promise is real, and Simeon knew that, and he waited patiently. But instead, he was a righteous and devoted man. The reason he can't do that, you know why Simeon could do that? The Bible says that the Spirit of the Lord was upon him. <laughs> Jesus said, I'm going to leave, but I'm not going to leave you alone. I'm going to send someone just like me. He will be with you and in you. Simeon had the Spirit of the Lord upon him. Simeon allowed the Spirit to work in his life. How many, how many of us allow the Spirit to work in our lives? You see, for the Spirit to work in our lives, we, we must love righteousness. When, when the Spirit of, to, for the Spirit of the Lord work in our lives, we must love the Word of God. We must, be, we must love obedience. You see, that's how God works. He gives you a little bit. When you could handle that, He gives you more and more because I tell you what now, He has so many blessings for us. He's ready to bless us in a powerful way. That's why I say you could finish this year strong. I don't know what you've been going through. I, I'm glad some people came to prayer, but I'm going to tell you, God still could do things in the next few weeks in your lives. Oh, yes. See, Simeon was submitted to the Holy Spirit. Everybody knows what Proverbs 3 says, right? In all your ways, submit to him, and he will make your path straight. Acknowledge him. In all your ways, let people know that Jesus is your Savior. He is your Lord. You belong to him. You know, especially these days, we could get caught up in these festivals. Uh, it's not bad, you know, to celebrate Christmas. It's not bad to do all those things. But the best thing you could do is get ready for an encounter with Jesus. Get ready to finish this year strong in the Lord. How many hope to be ready when the kings of kings come again? Because Advent is, okay, you know, the coming of the Lord as a baby, but don't forget, Advent, there's another coming. But this time, he's not coming as a sheep now. No, no, no. He's coming as a conquered warrior. The Bible says he had a two-edged sword in his mouth. You see, he came before. He laid down his life like a lamb, did not say a word. But now he sits at the throne at the right hand of the Father. Like I said, it's okay to buy gifts. It's okay to treat the kids. It's okay to go get some new threads or new clothes. I don't know. They still use that word, threads, new threads. You know, I, I don't know. That was back in my days. You know, we say, hey, you got new threads? But what good is it if your hope is not in Christ? What's your hope in? You know, the other day I was preaching, I said, you know, whatever you spend your mind on, that's who controls you. Whatever. You, we have over 70,000 thoughts a day, the average person. I wonder how much of that those thoughts were about God. Whatever you fill yourself up, that's who you become. You know, there was a saying in Spanish, tell me who you walk with, and I'll tell you who you are. Dime con quien tu andas, te diré quien tu eres. Or there's another one, you are who, what you eat, right? <laughs> well, what are you putting in your spiritual body? What are you filling yourself with the spiritual body? Simeon obviously had God in mind at all times, filled with the Holy Spirit. The word says in Luke 
2.28, that Simeon took the child Jesus in his arms and said, For my eyes have seen your salvation. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. Oh. Uh, for God so loved the world that he gave us his salvation. He saw the hope of the world. Simeon saw the hope of the world in this child. Everybody knows it was, if you go up in, in Exodus 13, it was custom that your firstborn, that belongs to God. You know, when, when the Lord, uh, even in the Garden of Eden, he said, I'm going to give you all, all these trees, you could eat the fruits, but of this one, see, this one is mine. You ever notice God always took something and said, this, this is mine. He gave you seven days. He said, but you know what? This one is going to be mine. You're going to have all the kids, but this one is going to be mine. The reason, one of the reasons we tithe, you know, I mean, again, it's, this was before even the Lord. I'm going to give this blessing, but this one is going to be for me because I want to bless you. If your time was up in this world today, can you leave this world in peace? Do you have hope that you will see the kings of kings sitting in his throne? Is there hope? Let me remind you that hope is possible. Hope is not lost. Regardless of what you hear in the news, regardless of what, you know, another thing is, you know, if, if you listen to five negative news, uh, five minutes of negative thoughts every day, five, you know, it will depress you. Five minutes. Five minutes. I told my people, take those five minutes and change it and read the word of God. Take those five minutes and pray. Take those five minutes and sing to the Lord. And it will change you. It will change you. I don't want to hear nothing about who's depressed and, and, and God is in control. You know, Christmas is a wonderful time to reflect on the hope of Jesus. That brings, it brings us. Psalm 43, 5. Why are you cast down, O my soul? Why are you in turmoil within me? Hope in God, for I shall again praise him, my salvation, my God. It is not too late to finish this year strong, people. There is still time to prepare with an encounter with the Lord. Be filled with the Spirit. Hear God's voice and let him guide you. Sometimes our greatest struggle is this Advent season because we want to slow things down. It is time, people, to remember that God has not finished with us yet. We could still finish strong. We must learn to rest in his promise. We are pilgrims passing through that the brokenness of this world isn't how it's going to be. That the king is indeed, indeed coming soon. See, the message of Advent is that God is a God of hope who calls us to look beyond the circumstances and to trust him again in his promises. I'm about to be finished here. But I just want to encourage each and every one of us here today. We came out here today to listen to the word, to praise to God, to praise God, to get together because it's something that we want from him. Let's be honest. Everybody that came here has a need. I have a need to know God even more. You know, regardless what it is, I still want to know God even more. 
See, the more I know them, the stronger I get. The stronger I get, the more of a blessing I could be to my family. The stronger I could be to my family, they could be a blessing to others. What a day we have chosen to come into the Lord's house, the house of prayer. You know, I know the Bible says that the Lord doesn't dwell in, 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 in the house made by hands anymore. But there's something about getting together. The Bible says, don't let this fall apart. In other words, don't forget we need to come together. We need to come together. How do we help each other? How will we be able to lay hands on some of those people that came with needs? How will we say, you know, sometimes just to say, God bless you, how you been? There's a lot of people that don't even open up the word of God until they get into the church. Let's be honest. Uh-huh. That's why I say five minutes of prayer, five minutes of reading the word on a daily basis could change your life. It could change your life. He has promised us. So in this Advent season, as we get ready, as we get our house ready and putting the trees up and looking all pretty, examine yourself. Okay. You know what? There was a lot of things I wanted to do this year that I haven't done. You know what? Don't put yourself down. Say, it's okay. What I could do in the next few weeks to finish strong. What I can do. You know what? Maybe I wasn't reading the Bible every day from the beginning of the year like I, I started it. But you know what? Maybe I could read it for the rest of the time of this year. You know what I'm trying to say? Give yourself some goals and say, you know, I could do this. When, when you give yourself goals that you could achieve... You're going to feel better about yourself. And, he, and, he, and you know what God says? I knew you could do it. <laughs> For all things are possible. I know you could do it. For all things are possible. He is our hope. See, you know, I've, I've been, when we were, have the Pastor Carr's body here, you know, I remember going into other funerals where they didn't know the Lord. What a difference. What a difference. You know, there's a hope I would see my pastor again. But when you don't have hope, what you have? What you have? Depression, worries. Don't fret for nothing. Why do you worry about? We got a mighty God. Why you worry about? Oh, if I get COVID, I'm, you know, there was people that was they thought they were going to die. Paul said, you know what? If I die, it's gaining because I'm going to be with Jesus. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? There is hope. When you have hope, oh, you have it all. You will fear not. What the worst thing to the, the devil could do to you? What is the worst thing that the devil could do to you? Fear the one that could take body and soul. Be careful. That's the one. So, you know, before I step down and close down with a, with a song, I, I, I want to pray. Pray for those who uh, might have struggled early this year, but now after this message have received new hope that says, you know what? It is true. There is something I could do because I want to see Jesus. I'm going to tell you a secret. You don't have to wait to get to heaven to see Jesus. Yes. For we are made in the image of God. For we are made in the image of God. He is here with us. You don't need to wait to heaven to receive his blessings. He is blessing us now. 
You know, I always say the blessing gets you closer to God. Pastor, I got a new car. Pastor, I got a new house. Well, did, is it going to get you closer to God? Because <laughs> then it's a blessing. But if it took you further away from God, hmm, I got I to gotta think back. I said, wait a minute. You sure it was God? Because the God that I serve wants to have a relationship with you. He wants to know. He wants you to speak to you. He wants you to know him. But my sheep hear my voice and I know them. So those who need prayer for just a renew, a revivus, a renew, for the, end of the, for, for the end of this year, stand on your feet and I'm just going to pray and then we're going to finish with, with a song here. Just stand on your feet and we're going to do a prayer. And we're just going to ask God, you know, Heavenly Father, I promise you so much this year and maybe I have not gotten there yet, but one thing I do know that I still have time. Because you have given me that time. And I want to be able to use it, Lord God. Use it properly. Use it, Lord Father God, in a special way. Oh, Father God, I ask for those who are each and everybody who has stand on their feet, Lord Father God. First of all, Lord God, if, if they had lost hope that this, this day, Lord God, they would regain that hope. Regain that courage, Lord Father God. That they would see, Lord God, there is still time. You fill them with the Spirit, Lord Father God. As Simeon's walk, Lord Father God, let us be able to walk in righteousness, devoted to you, committed to you, Lord Father God, in the Spirit. In the name of Jesus, Lord Father God. Right now, right now, Lord, let your Spirit flow in this place. Let your Spirit flow in this place. Give hope where there is no hope. Give peace where there is no peace. Put joy, Lord Father God, where joy has stopped, Lord Father God. In the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, Lord God, even those who are listening, they're at their homes, Lord God, will you just penetrate right now through those cameras. Penetrate, Lord Father God, in the name of Jesus and touch them right now in their, in their homes, Lord Father God, wherever they're watching and listening. Right now, you know, it's never too late to come to the house of the Lord. It's never too late. Don't let this year finish without you stepping into these doors. Don't let the enemy win. God has something for you. There is something when you take the, 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 the steps of faith. You see, there is, uh, there is action in your faith. There is action and hope. It is a, a matter of the way we live. See, hope is the way we live. We should live in hope. We live in confidence. Live devoted to God. Oh, he is a wonderful God. In the name of Jesus, you take control, Lord. Amen.